welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon. And I'm Lindsay. Hey, and welcome back to Adam's Rib. Y'all, what's up? Y'all, what's going on? Nah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Okay, so we're quick. Uh, new listeners for everybody that's coming in to checking us out. Welcome to Adam's Rib. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. You can also catch us, uh, catch Adam's Rib on Facebook uh instagram and twitter you can also email us at adams rib podcast at gmail.com if you have ideas if you have prayer requests uh even if you have any uh additional information that you want to know or suggest as far as new episodes all of that stuff <clears throat> y'all bear with me i'm losing my voice a little bit today so um uh, yeah, so that's the information. Uh, also, Lens, could you share with everybody about the toy drive information? Yes. So as some of you may know, every year at Christmas, we collect toys for children and donate them. So this year we'll be donating them, donating them to, excuse me, uh, Riley Children's Hospital here in Indianapolis, Indiana. So hit us up. You can Facebook us, tweet us, email us, or we're also taking monetary donations through PayPal by using the email adamsridpodcast at gmail.com. So let us know. Cool. Bet. All right. So this this subject that we're about to talk about, we just want to put a disclaimer. It's not a scare tactic, but it is information that we all need to know. So uh, can we first share with the listeners the struggles we've been having with this episode? I think it'll kind of go into play of just how powerful this really is, in my opinion. Okay, so. Lindsay and I have been taking multiple attempts on attacking or delivering and dealing with this episode. And it honestly just straight up, we feel like the enemy has been trying to push his way through this thing because there's information in this episode that everybody needs to know. Um, as you can see, like I said, I feel like I'm losing my voice. And as much as I want to dig deep into this episode, I feel like the enemy is trying to attack my voice. And even before this time, we tried to uh, deal with this episode before and we were having technical difficulties Uh on uh, other attempts prior to this day. So we're just going to go, go forth and allow God to literally have his way because there's information in this that we definitely want to tackle. And again, it's, we are not going to use this as a scare tactic to push fear. We want to push the victory in the subject. And we also have information in this that everybody should be aware of that they need to prepare for prior uh, to going forth in their lives, you know. So, Lindsay, I'll I'll let you start, and then I'll pick up, and we can go from there. Okay, thanks. So, 
like Brandon said, I just wanted to make clear this is actually our third attempt at recording this episode. Again, it's no one's fault, but we just really feel like the enemy just does not want us to deliver this message. And so it might sound like we're in different locations. It's because we are. <laughs> you know, it's because we are, because this is our third attempt in trying to record this episode. Every time we would try to record it, something just goes wrong. Brandon said that he's losing his voice. I actually not really feeling that great. My stomach has been killing me since like lunch. And so I'm just trying to even just push through and making sure I don't have to like run to the bathroom. So <laughs> just pray with us as we go throughout this episode. So you'll know the title of this episode, as you can already see, is Life is Short, Eternity is Long, episode 170. And so if you haven't already noticed, we are talking about the rapture. Jesus' second coming. Um, for those of you who may not know, this is not our permanent home. There is afterlife. Some of that afterlife is not good afterlife. You know, you got heaven and hell. We're just going to be very honest with you. And so I don't want anyone to think that this earth is their permanent fixation. You're tied to where we're already not of this world anyway. So this is just a temporary rental for us before we move on into eternity. It's like Brandon said, it's not a scare tactic, but some of you might be scared. And I think that might then just be, you know, a reality check or, or even a wake up call, or some of you just may, may need to simply be informed of what these things are. So I would definitely encourage everyone to read scripture on this, seek counsel from your pastor, just so you can kind of really dig deep and pray about it and pray about it. Cause it's a lot to tell in the short amount of time that we have to do this episode. So first I want to go into what the rapture is, excuse me. And in first Thessalonians and first Corinthians all throughout the Bible, it says that the rapture is when Jesus returns to this world to remove all of the believers from the earth, which is why God had to send his son, Jesus to die for us so that we don't, so that we now have a choice to not live a life of sin, to live righteously and hopefully go up into heaven with him. And so believers who have died um, before Jesus's return will then have their bodies resurrected. And along with the believers who are still living, they'll meet the Lord in, in the air. So scripture says that this will all occur in a twinkling of an eye. So it just shows you how quick you may be having a conversation with someone and then boom, they've disappeared. And that's what it means by the twinkling of an eye. And then the second coming is when Jesus returns to defeat the Antichrist, to destroy evil, and then to establish his uh, millennial kingdom, which is his thousand year reign. So I can go on, you know, to two to points, unless Brandon, you have anything to add. Um, I just I just want to say that pretty much everything that Lindsay is saying so far is 100 percent accurate. Like, you know, when we dealing with the rapture, especially the twinkling of the eye part like that is a serious is written in the Bible. Um, I think there's even multiple scriptures that talk about like the, how, you know, the Lord will show himself and come down from heaven and saying like with a loud command and and the voice of the archangel and trumpets and all this stuff mm -hmm. like it is serious and that uh you know real quick i may not read them but i can give you some references that i have uh first john uh chapter three verse two um first thessalonians chapter four verses 17 through 18 or something like that but this yeah, in those I, areas i got 13 through 18 okay so yeah, that's yeah right. so and then there's like uh, uh, um, first Corinthians 15, mm -hmm. 15 yeah. 50, so, yeah, yeah, so those, those scriptures 
like as you're recording, of course, you can always rewind back to listen to these if you if you didn't get them all. But they're all there and you can also get in touch with us. We can send you the uh, scripture that we have. But please understand that when the rapture happens, there is <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. There is no uh, redos. There are no redos. There are no, oh, hold on, get out jail free card type stuff. Let me try again. Uh, no, like this is why God has given us this long period of time on this earth. So that way we can have chances. Like you, if you really think about it, Jesus died for us. So that way we can prepare for this moment. And if you look at the time that we were birthed all the way to time that we're supposed to leave this earth or, or whenever the rapture hits, like that's a long time to like, to really make a decision. Even listening to this podcast can be enough time for you to make this decision. So understand that the time that you have on this earth is training camp. This is preparation mode for you to go to the ultimate victory or to the ultimate loss of your life. And we, Lindsay and I are here to help you get, uh, find out this information because again, this is Adam's real where where no subject is off limits and it will be foolish for us to talk about everything else in life, except for the main thing that we're practicing for, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm going to share, I'm just going to put the floor back to Lindsay and just let her give information. I'll come back in sometime soon. Okay. So I want to talk about the differences between the rapture and the second coming. So the rapture, as I said before, are believers who meet the Lord in the air. Believers meaning that they accepted Jesus Christ into their hearts. They believe that he's their Lord and Savior and so on and so forth. And then the second coming. Oh, yep. hello. You all right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> uh, the rapture ain't happened yet now. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you like fell or something. <laughs> okay. So, second coming is when believers return with the Lord to the earth. So, again, the rapture is when we're taken up to meet the Lord in the air. And then the second coming is when we come back to earth to rule with God during the millennial kingdom. And let them know, and then, that, it, let them know that it's the new earth, too. Right. So, you know. Then the second coming, also, it occurs after the tribulation. However, the rapture occurs before the tribulation. So, it's rapture. Tribulation, second coming. Check that if you want to. So, what is the tribulation? The tribulation, just according to scripture, it's a future seven-year period of time when God will finish his discipling of Israel and then he'll finalize his judgment of the world who doesn't believe or who hasn't accepted Jesus Christ. So those who have believed and taken up in the rapture, they won't be present during the tribulation. And during the tribulation, the Antichrist, or also called the beast in the Bible, he will come into power for those seven years. There's going to be wars. There's going to be famines. There's going to be natural disasters. And a lot of you may think, oh, you know, we already have those things now. True enough, we obviously can even begin to describe what that will look like during the tribulation. So just take that as you will. And so at the end of those seven years, the Antichrist will then launch his final attack on Jerusalem where he's going to set up an image of himself to be worshipped, and it'll culminate 
in the battle of Armageddon, which is basically the end of times. And so Jesus will then return to destroy the Antichrist, all of his armies, and then cast them into the lake of fire. He'll then bind Satan into the abyss for a thousand years, which again, that's that millennial kingdom, and he'll rule his earthly kingdom during that period. And then at the end of that thousand years, Satan will be released, defeated again, and then cast back into the lake of fire for eternity. And then Christ will then judge all unbelievers and potentially casting them also into the lake of fire. And then usher all the believers into the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem. And Brendan, you had mentioned the new earth. That's what the new earth is, the actual you know, eternal things. So I just wanted to make that clear. So just kind of to go back again, that seven years is going to be that tribulation time. But then there's going to be after that, a thousand years will like Satan, you know, will go into the abyss, the lake of fire. And that's when the believers again, is that second coming, right? So we're going back to the earth, ruling the millennial kingdom for a thousand years. Then we'll go into the, the new earth, the eternal dwelling place, the new Jerusalem, and all these other phrases that, that it's called. And so the rapture, again, is the removal of the believers from earth as an act of deliverance. And so then the second coming includes the removal of unbelievers as an act of judgment. So the rapture will be secret and instant, but the second coming will be visible to to everyone essentially so that's why i kind of wanted to break that up because i feel like even as i was reading about this just all throughout my life that always kind of confused me so i wanted to break it down got you you know have you ever been like have like i'm pretty sure anybody listening have you ever been like friend zoned or kicked to the curb or denied of an application or something, you know, when you're being denied, that is a hard situation to deal with because you, you got to first immediately, you're trying to figure out how to bounce back from an experience that you did not see coming. So, <laughs> you know, so just think about you sound that. Like you're speaking from personal experience. <laughs> I know. Well, I am, you know, but I'm, I, that's a whole different, you know, episode. We could talk about that, but the thing about it, what I love about the fact that you're dealing with this type of thing, you know, you're able to go into a new opportunity versus when you're dealing with the rapture. Once you get denied or left behind, like there is no second chance. So just think of that denial and think and take that times 100 when you know there's no second chance of trying to deal with that, there is no trying again. So when the whole point of us dealing with this situation is that we're trying to avoid the tribulation part. We're trying to avoid the whole second coming and all this other stuff. Like the once, once the rapture hits, that's the, that's the plane ride that we need to be a part of. That's the trip <laughs> that we need to take. That's the cruise ship that we need to be on. Like once that happens, we have to be caught up in the air. Um, and we're going to see it happen. It's going to happen whether we're already in heaven and we're just looking to see, Oh shoot, where'd Jesus go? Oh, he already on the way down there. <laughs> but we get to see happen or we're going to be alive and be caught up in the kingdom and get to be caught up in the air. Or if you don't make it, you get to see it happen, but you won't be a part of the experience. Have you ever been like a part of something and you never 
or have you ever seen it and you never had a chance to be a part? Like you see people having fun at this, some situation or a party or something. Dang, I wish I was a part of that. Well, they you got know, a name for that. It's FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, don't let yourself be in a FOMO situation when it comes to Christ. <laughs> Okay, but no, but no, seriously, like we hashtag just, no FOMO, right, right, no FOMO. <laughs> but we're like, again, we don't want to sound crazy, you know. We don't want to sound uh, cuckoo for cocoa bus. Like, like this stuff is real. Like this stuff is written in the Bible. The main thing that we have to constantly read and put in our spirit each and every day, each and every week, every moment that we need God. Like, yo, like. When the trumpet sounds and the twinkling of an eye, no, all of that is going to happen quick. There is no on your market set go see how long you can get yourself together up until that moment. Like once it happens, it happens. And again, we're not trying to scare, but a, but at the same time, this is a wake up call for some people who are confused as to see what is going on with this whole rapture thing like should i really try church should i try god should i look into this whole uh being connected to christ thing like oh it is something worth being a part of i'm telling you there's so much joy and peace in being a part of the kingdom of god and think about that to be able to be caught up in the rapture and to be in heaven and to live for eternity and be alive way more than what you are now for eternity forever and not have to worry about cancer not having to worry about headaches not having to worry about losing a voice like mine not having to worry about dealing with any type of sickness like you will be able to live in peace with God forever and you can have dominion over animals like we're supposed to in the first place you can be able to deal with all kind of things and to be able to be happy forever that is something to be glad about so the tribulation part, yes, is vital information to know, but it's also something that we refuse to be a part of, you know, yeah. so. And I, I wanted to bring up, who, excuse me, Jesus, help me, Lord. Mm. I wanted to bring up, Brandon, what you had mentioned, um, basically all of it. When basically you had mentioned, you know, there, there's no, there's no take backs, no, no, do not pass go or whatever is that I think some people may be thinking, oh, well, God will show me grace. God will show me mercy, show me mercy. God's doing that now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the time of the rapture, that's not the time for that. He's been showing you grace. He's been showing you mercy way more than you probably deserve. And so then I want to address, you know, people may be asking the question, well, how do I live my life right now in light of his return? Because a lot of us know that the Lord could come back today, right now, any second, but we're tempted to stop what we are doing and just, we're just wait on him. So there's a big difference between, um, knowing that Jesus could return today and knowing that he will return today. So Jesus said himself that no one knows the day or the hour, not even the angels. And that's scripture. So nobody knows if nobody knows the hour or the day, then I feel like it will behoove us to continue to serve him. Should he come back right now in scripture? I interpret that 
basically that that return of Jesus is always presented as a motivation to action and not a reason to cease from the action. So since the Bible already tells us that life will be eternal one day, I would rather prepare for the fruitful, sinless eternal life than the damnation of a burning lake of fire. <laughs> you know, I just would rather take my chances, you know, on the peace, like Brandon said. So again, not to scare you, but like Brandon said, with the tribulation, as we mentioned that, I do want to talk about what the scripture says of what is to occur during the tribulation. And so scripture tells us that one out of every two people, so basically 50% of the population that's here, you know, during the tribulation will die during that time. Some will die through war, starvation. Um, the Bible says beasts of the earth. So 50% are going to die. Um, a third of all vegetation will be burned up, all the grass, all the trees, everything green will, is going to be destroyed. A third of the sea creatures will be destroyed, and a third of the fresh water will be contaminated. It says that the sun and the moon will be darkened, so those, there's basically no morning. It's just all night. <laughs> you know. And it says that the gates of hell is going to open and that hordes of locusts the size of horses are going to come upon this earth and they're going to be allowed to sting men like scorpions and that pain will last for five months and the bible tells us that men you know basically men and women are going to beg god to let them die but that they will not die there's going to be worldwide famine like we've never seen before there will be a world war so bloody that the blood of those killed in that battle will flow for 200 miles it says up to the bridle of a horse and that is going to be called the battle of armageddon so again that's not even all of it of what i just mentioned i just i just want to take down some key points but obviously you know we always have to look at the right side of things right and the righteous side and that's the millennial kingdom which like i said earlier that's going to be a thousand years and the purpose of the kingdom is to fulfill god's promises made to israel and to establish jesus's dominion and sovereignty over the earth so the atmosphere will be one of righteousness peace joy and then on the earth the curse is going to be lifted there's going to be no floods peace in the animal kingdom no sickness and then again a second coming, you know, when we go into heaven, that's where we're going to have new glorified bodies, like Brandon said. No sickness, no cancer, none of that, you know. Well, obviously, we cannot even imagine a life perfect because none of us have ever lived in a perfect world. <laughs> so it's going to be something that's unimaginable, but at the same time, the tribulation is also something unimaginable so what are you going to choose how are you going to choose to live your life right now so that jesus can say you know what daughter you know what son come up up here with me he does not want to cast us in the lake of fire he does not want to do that but this bible tells us that he is going to for those who do not believe for those who have not accepted jesus into their lives so yeah a parent or owner or anything anybody that has leadership of any kind wants better you know for you but they will put you to the side and put you away or let you go if they have to. God doesn't want that to happen. He loves you too much to let you be burned up forever for eternity to deal with being stung or dealing with starvation or dealing with these negative things that Lindsay just got done talking about. That's that's in scripture. And again, this is not a uh, wizard like stuff. This is not fairy tale. This is written in the book and it's so hard to believe because that is something far out of our 
imagination that we could even think the scariest movie that you could ever watch in life will not compare to what's going to happen in the tribulation period. Let's just go ahead and keep it real. Like there is, I just want to make sure that everybody is taking a chance to even read about it. If you're still unsure, you can reach us at Adams real podcast at gmail.com. We are more than welcome to pray with you, talk with you and all of that stuff. And just be to be able to just help you, you know, to figure out, that you're making the best decision of your life and being a part of the kingdom of Christ. And you know, that is it. Trust me. It's an amazing feeling. Lizzie and I have multiple testimonies of just dealing with God and, and what he's done for us with our jobs and our families and even dealing with sickness and being healed on some things, even from the small to the big, like we, 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 Pretty much every every special guest that we had come on this show on 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 Adam's rib like had a testimony. You can also go back to every episode to listen. But at the end of the day, we will be foolish if we did not give you this information and help you lead or or help you be led to Christ in any type of form. You know, so please just take this information and um, pray over it. Pray about it. And just let God have his way in your life, because this is the training camp situation. Preparation is now. There is no second chance once the rapture hits. So please, I beg you, if there's anything like I don't want to sound desperate, but my spirit is I I would love Lindsay. Lindsay and I would love for you all to take a chance at God and be a part of this kingdom and to not be left behind on this earth when all the mess and all the craziness hits. Who wants to be in hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, this, it sounds funny when I say it, but who really wants to be in hell? Like, think about it. You're talking like the scripture talk about how the enemy's going to be cast out for eternity. Who, first of all, I'm not trying to go anywhere where my enemy is, let alone <laughs> hell. So, <laughs> might as well get yourself together now of course we're not perfect we're not saying you need to be 100% squeaky clean all the way because it's we're living in sin we're dealing with struggles we know that we we fall short every single day but when you're connected to Christ he will protect you he will love you he will give you warning before uh, destruction he will give you the opportunity to 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 re to re revive uh, to be revived in him so this is just information that we want to share with y'all. So, um, Lindsay, I don't know if you had anything sure. else, but no, uh, but I do think you should pray us out for this. Episode. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So y'all, um, I'm going to pray and hopefully this prayer will, you know, flow to wherever you're listening from and we can just go with God from that point. So God, I thank you. We thank you. We love you. We magnify you. We give you glory. We thank you for your love. We thank you for allowing us to have warning before this uh, destruction. So, God, I, I appreciate you for who you are. 
I magnify you, Lord God, and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to be prepared for your return. So, God, please help us make the right decision on wanting to go to heaven and not hell. Help us to go to heaven and not hell. Help us to go towards heaven and not Mm -hmm. hell. God, please do not allow us to fall away from your presence. Cast us not away from your presence. Lead us into your atmosphere. Lead us into your arms. Lead us into your life, Lord God. Allow your life to be ours. Be in us and let us be in you, God. Please, God. Please, God. Please, God. Do not allow us to fall away. Yes, we struggle. Yes, we deal with these things. Yes, we fall short. But each and every day, God, show yourself to us in our lives. God, please have your way. God, please have your way. Invade our space daily. Invade our space every hour on the hour if you have to. But God, you even said in your word that in the last days you will pour your spirit upon all flesh and things will happen. And whosoever will call upon your name shall be saved. So God, help us to believe in your name. Help us to believe in the call. Help us to believe in you all across the board, even if some things don't make sense, Lord God, but your love for us does make sense. So God, help us to be connected to you in every way imaginable. And we will be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory because we want to be in heaven with you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So um, again, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Catch us next week for hopefully what you think will be another powerful episode. Brandon had mentioned that we've had several guests on that's discussed healing and bondage. And that's what next week episode for Thanksgiving is going to be about. So again, let us know if you want us to donate any toys for the Children's Hospital. And we love y'all and we'll catch y'all next week.